0: Welcome to the Jillian Winery Show. You're listening to a certified health and wellness coach, single mom of two, business owner, and a woman who's going to keep it real because in all honesty, my life is far from perfect, but you know what? Perfection is a trap. What I can tell you is that my life is built on a rock with God as the foundation and it is night and day from what it used to be. And it continues to blossom every day because I'm committed to growth and growing you too. We're going to talk about a lot of different things on this podcast, because when it comes to true health and wellness, there's much more to it than diet and exercise. So tune in however you can, as we dive into topics like faith, mindset, motherhood, health, community, and pursuing the calling that God has for you. Because whether you realize it yet or not, all of this is tied to your wellness and so much more. And I can't wait to see how you implement these aspects to create a life that's not just well lived but worth living. One that you feel truly in alignment with. My goal for this podcast is to get you to love your life, to own where you're at and let go of anything that's holding you back because you are chosen my friend. And I am so thankful you're here. All right, let's get started. Okay. So welcome to episode number 31, which is titled developing discernment. So, I want to first start off by defining what discernment is. So, by definition, discernment is the quality of being able to grasp what is obscure. So, why is discernment important? Because without it, there's deception, and we risk being deceived by man or even by ourselves and our own thoughts. In 2 Thessalonians, Two verse three, it says, let no one deceive you in any way. In Mark 13, 22, it says for false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform signs and wonders to lead astray. So how do we get discernment? The answer is simple. It's through God's word. And you know what? It's through God's word only. It's not what other people say God's word is. It's not what you know, basing our truth off of a sermon or a church that we belong to. It's knowing God ourselves, having that intimate relationship with him and being actively in his word. So we're able to see the truth before us. So we're laying, allowing the scripture to move in our, our mind, and our hearts, and to give us new eyes to see and new ears to hear. That is how you get discernment. We have to filter everything through that lens of the Bible and what the Bible says, because that is the only way and the only truth that we can rely on because everything else we can be led astray, right? We can be deceived. In 1 Peter 1.25, it says, but the word of the Lord remains forever. Matthew 24.35 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. There's a reason why the Bible says to build your life on a rock. Because God's word is a foundation and we want to have that real relationship, right? With him, that solid foundation that can't be shaken. In Matthew chapter seven, verses 24 through 25 says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. And when the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. So my question to you is this, where are you not using proper discernment right now in your life and allowing others to to deceive you currently? So one more time, where are you not using proper discernment in your life and allowing others to, to deceive you currently? So if you don't think you're being deceived, I deceived. I just want you to pause for a second because you might be thinking, well, you know what? I think I've you know, grown a lot and I think I can see pretty clearly. Um, I may have made mistakes in the past, but I feel like I'm doing okay right now. I want you to just take a, a real intake because if we pause right now and just look around in the age we're living at today, deception is at its highest. You know, from And these are just examples of deception, right? Just so we can kind of grasp our minds on this. We've got filtered out photos and videos that are altered um, and make other people appear, you know, um, a certain way or have a certain look when maybe they don't look that way in person, right? I know i put on a filter before on Instagram. I'm like, whoa, that doesn't even look like me, you know, Um, and it might be glorifying, Um, people might be going on social media, say, um, and glorifying their marriage. Uh, and, but maybe they're having an affair behind closed doors or look at the food industry that allows labels with terms that lead consumers to believe something is healthier than it is. That's deception or look at big pharma and what's going on right now. We've got this, um, I guess I shouldn't even really get into it because, I shouldn't bark up that tree, but just do your own research. And I know it's hard to do because a lot of things are being taken down, but look for the discernment. Look, look at fast fashion. And if you're not aware of what fast fashion is, um, it's people who are working endlessly in poverty overseas in third world countries, um, that can't even feed their families, and they're basically slaves to fashion and making the things that we wear in the U.S., um, but we see it on in just like on display, right? In these big, big stores that look really beautiful, that are branded really, really well, and we think, wow, that looks great, and it's a great price. You know, I, I want to wear it, but we're not seeing literally the blood that has been that has happened to even make this, these, these, the clothes that we're wearing for such a cheap price Um, or just look at our culture and the societal norms that completely go against the word of God today, but yet so many people don't see it. You know, that's deception. Look at the gender roles today and the identity crisis. Look at the fact checkers taking down all the items online because it doesn't portray their narrative. That's deception. There's so much on and around us that uh, if we're not aware to it, we can just be living in it and being part of it. I mean, the list goes on, but the reality is there is a constant deception loop all around us that's fueled by the enemy. And if we're not actively in God's word, we're not going to see it will start to be in this world. And, you know, I'll say this myself, if I'm not actively in the word of God and I'm just going about my days and being caught up in things, it's not long before, you know, I start to do something where I'm like, well, you know, that actually I would have been more convicted not to do that had I been in the word. And it could be something so simple, but it's those simple things that lead us one step further away from the truth. And it really reminds me, do you guys remember that Truman show, the movie with Jim Carrey he plays like the lead actor in it. It's all about him. Um, and the show is you know based on his life. But um, Jim Carrey, there's a pivotal point to this. And so listen to this example on Deception, but this all reminds me of the Truman Show. I just had this vision of it. I haven't even seen the movie in probably like two decades. But I just think of that scene when Jim Carrey finally figures out the reality. You know, he thought he was living in this sweet, you know, nice life with nice neighbors and nice people, but It was all completely scripted and he was being videoed and it was a show of his life. And he didn't even realize that it was just like the joke was on him, right? It was a deception and there were secret cameras and he was just completely being deceived. So he decides to sail away to escape it all in this boat where he ends up hitting the end of the set, right? That white wall. And then as he gets out of the boat, he notices there's stairs up the wall that lead to a door, and he walks out, he walks offset. And I think of like, what is that walkout moment for us? You know, around the deception that we're in today. You know, for me, that walkout moment is really silencing out the noise of the world and the media, and you know, at times social media and just the world, the worldly, I want to say like the worldliness, right? And it's being in God's word. It's making time for God and silencing out the rest. Um, Because man, we got to wake up guys. It's time that we soak up God's word like never before. It's time that we become an age of believers that eat the meat of God. And that is his word. The word of God is the meat, right? And I just think of the Bible when they're saying like, you know, so many people are just drinking the milk. It's time that we eat the meat, and can discern the truth of God for ourselves, not depending on other people to break it down for us, but that we know it. That we don't settle for a watered down version of faith. That we don't live off of milk or um, the faith of our pastors or the faith off of video or the faith that's just in our heart or this faith that we think we know, but that's not really accurate. That we're, you know, not qu- quoting scripture the way it was intended to, but really having that personal relationship with God and knowing the truth in Matthew four, four uh, it's when the devil is trying to deceive Jesus and Jesus replies, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So if Jesus said that by being tempted um, in trying to be deceived by the devil, what should we do? We are to be imitators of Christ, not man, not the world. So I have one last story on discernment I want to share with you guys. And that's um, happened a while back. I was in this mentor group and from the outside, it looked like a great fit. It was where you can um, basically be mentored by people that were and be poured into weekly by people that were living this great life from the outside. It looked like they were really successful by in terms mean, successful, that's like a loose word, right. But basically meaning they were um, making a great income for their family, providing them, you know, nice things and nice things, meaning just like a, a good home and a good education and all these other things. And they seemed extremely nice. You know, they were married, they had loving looking families. They seemed to be really good people that worked really hard. They seemed to be really intelligent. They were readers. They were growers. They even talked about God and they said they believed. So it made me feel like, man, I think I'm in the right place. And I think I could learn in this group. But as they began to speak on, I'd find them making these casual references to things like the law of attraction, Esther Hicks, the power of ourself, um, of our minds and giving all their credit from what they had achieved or accomplished to, and their successes to that, to, you know, it was my mind. It was, I grew and I decided to do this and I became a better me and you can do it too. And it's a law of attraction. Like all that is false. And if you're not in God's word, you're likely not going to pick up on that. You might think like, wow, maybe I could do that. You know, what book are they reading? You know, um, and just fall down that rabbit hole because, you know, in my 20s, I fully fell trapped to, to all of that. It was when I was starting entrepreneurship and I was listening to certain, you know, CDs, because CDs were back then. And um, and I was really trying to grow. And a lot of that self-help and those self-help gurus, they're not Christians. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you're a Christian or you're open to the idea, but man, I'll tell you, your life's going to change when you pick up the Bible. Your life's going to change when you get actively in the word daily, your life's going to change when you just meditate on a verse and let it sink into your bones. Your life's going to change when you begin to feel God, like the Holy spirit moving in your life. Your life's going to change when you decide to get baptized, your life's going to change when you just decide to get in that community of people who are just growing with God and are maturing and are humble and loving and sharpening you like iron sharpens iron. I mean, all of that will be is such a great tool when you get in the right church where your pastor's pouring into you, but not just those things. It's your own time with God. You can't do it dependent on others. This is something that comes from you and God and the Bible and being actively in it. So um, to add on to that story, I kind of went off on a tangent, but this whole thing, right? This this, um, mentor group was all being done via Zoom. This is what really was the kicker for me. So as I was listening to this, you know, you can see um, all the boxes on zoom of everyone who's watching and stuff. And, you know, the majority of people's videos were on their camera so you can see them. So as I were talking about, you know, law of attraction, Esther Hicks, the power of yourself, I was looking around at people. Cause everyone wanted to know like, what's your secret? How'd you get this? How'd you get that? And they were giving the credit to this thing. So I was looking around at all the people and their eyes were lighting up and I could see them pulling out their phone and they're like already Googling, oh, I'm going to get that book or I'm going to go get this. I was like, man, I mean, I was doing everything in my power to just hold myself back, refrain myself from unmeeting and jumping in and giving my two cents, because I really felt that they were leading people astray. Right. Uh, And it was unknowingly. I mean, I feel like these people weren't bad people. They just didn't know any better because they hadn't grown to that place of knowing God yet. And, you know, God was probably working in them too, but they just hadn't found it yet. And it just hurt my heart so much. Because I was like, man, this is just, I can't do this. I can't be a part of it. You know, I I fully believe like we can get so much from, you know, different mentors and stuff. But if they're not actively pursuing God and know God, like I just I'm at this point in my life where I can't be a part of that type of stuff. And I just had to quit. I had to leave it. And so I knew one girl that was listening in. And I watched as her eyes got all big and I had her number. So I called her up and I said, Hey, I just want to remind you, you know, I don't want to step on your toes or anything, but I just felt like they were saying some big things and giving credit where credit wasn't due. And they were just saying things that didn't line up with scripture. And I could almost guarantee that these people, have they just never read the Bible cover to cover because if they had you know, they wouldn't be saying such false statements because they know that it was inaccurate. And I don't think that they're bad people. I just don't think they even realize the deception that they're following. And by following it, they're leading other people to it as well. And so I just hope that you pray through this and that you get in the word and you pick up the Bible and you're just not deceived. And I remember her saying like, wow, thank you. I've would never even caught that. Like I was going to buy this book and yada, yada. And so the moral of the story is, Too often, people take another person's word for it and trust them because their life looks a certain way. It looks great from the outside. They have this certain authority, this title, this position. Maybe they have a family they admire. Maybe they have, you know, they look a certain way and it looks appealing or they look really put together. They have got great health. They have a celebrity status or a certain number of followers or appear to have it all together. Maybe they're even doing good in the world let me remind you, just because someone is successful by the world's standards doesn't mean they're successful by God's view. You need to know the truth of God for yourself, and you've got to do this by living it out in a way that you've got that relationship again, by actively being in God's word. I know I've said this many times on this podcast, but honestly, it's we can't express it enough, I feel like, especially today, because so many people are are just led uh, into the lies of our culture and of our world. And I I don't know about you, but I just, I don't want to take anyone else's even counsel on anything in my life if they're not actively in the word, because the truth comes from God. And if we're not in the truth, just who are we following? What are we following? What's in our ears? What's the influence coming from? And that could be from the enemy if you're not in the word. You might be listening to something that's false and leading people astray. The Bible says this many, many times. So um in 1 Thessalonians 5 21, it says, but test everything and hold fast to what is good. So test everything that you're hearing, everything that you're clinging tight to. Test it to the God's word. What does God's word say about it? What's God's word say about your marriage? What's God's word say about um maybe a disagreement you're having with your child? What is what does it say about your career? What does it say about how you should be storing your money? What does it say about, you know, your finances? Um, what you're putting in in parts of value of your life? Test it. So my point here is this, don't just believe something because it's the narrative because the news said it because you saw it online because you read an article on it because you know, just I want to remind you too with this, celebrity when when celebrities back something, When they say something and like the news picks it up or you see it online and for instance, say they're saying like, I voted for this person or I got vaccinated, you should should too. Or I like this brand because of this. They aren't just saying those things. There's a 99.9% chance that they got paid for that statement or that photo because they know they've got a platform to use and that they can get paid for saying things, for liking things, for sharing things. Um, because they know that what they do carries weight and society will follow and their followers will follow and they will buy what they're buying. It's the new type of endorsement. So please use discernment with everything. Don't just follow an opinion because, you know, a certain um, celebrity or political figure said something, you know, or even doctor, I want you to like really use discernment with this. And so to end, I just want to humbly admit, even for myself, I'm not perfect at this. Maybe you feel convicted because you're like, man, maybe I've been kind of listening to some things that aren't serving me. Maybe I haven't really been in the Bible much. Hey, I wasn't either until right after I had my son. And so my son's not even two yet, but my life changed when I did. You know, I went from, you know, faltering a lot to becoming so much more steady because of God's word. And so it's available to you. I'm still growing in this, um, but God's grown me so much through it. You know, I'm so much different than I was, you know, a decade ago, two years ago, and even five months ago, because of God's grace by being in his word and by praying for discernment. So if you've never prayed for discernment, let that be one of the action steps you take along with opening up the Bible and reading it and meditating on it, but pray for discernment hey, say, hey, God, give me discernment in this area. Give me discernment in my life. Give me discernment to make wise choices. Give me discernment to be a better mother or a better father or a better spouse or a better uh, employee or a better business owner or a better what you name it. Give me discernment, God. He will bless you with it. If, if it comes from your heart and you're in his word, God wants to give us the desires of our heart. So I want to leave you with two scriptures that I find to be pretty perfect for um, the topic of discernment and the time we're in now and that second Timothy chapter four verses three through four. And that is for the time is coming, which is now when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Okay. That is happening right now. First Timothy chapter six, verses three through five. If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. If you go on to read the rest of those verses that follow, it is like, woe to him (laughs) that is following these other things, right? And it just lists it all. And so it was really convicting for me to just even... Um, read. And again, I'll have all this in the description of this podcast. I'll link all the all of these verses if you want to go back uh, and check some of these out. So I hope that this episode wasn't too heavy and wasn't too finger pointing. I never want to make accusations. I just want to share what's on my heart and what God's just constantly re- renewing my heart and my mind in, because I want us to be a people that know the truth for ourselves. You know, I know we rely on our world and we rely on the news and we rely on other platforms, but there's so much of it that is filled with lies and deception. And it even says this in the Bible, in the end, there will be so much deception. That is what's happening. And so just please have when we have discernment, I feel like we get this sense of um steadfast um discernment and, and joy and peace and strength. And it's through him. It's not through the TV. It's not through what the local reporter is saying. I could guarantee you that. So I hope this helped. Let me know if you've got any questions, um, if anything is convicting you this week on that matter, if anything resonated in particular. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in this week. Um, I've got an episode that's going to follow up on this. It's going to take it to kind of another level that I hope is going to just be really helpful for you. Um, and that'll be next Tuesday. So until then, I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye.